We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We should just reset. My Talk 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? 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 Well, I have learned that we've got some dicey weather coming, and I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Mm. So, little winter storm warning yes. coming today, so watch out. Uh, yeah, I have a lot to unpack in about three minutes regarding that. Yeah, we'll have some fun with that. But uh, moving on, after this crazy year, TGI Fridays is serving up a new way to kick 2020 to the curb. From Saturday to from Saturday twelve twenty six through January twelfth, the restaurant chain is selling Clucket Bucket. Get it? Clucket Bucket. Uh, yeah, careful. <laughs> we had to careful yesterday. Remember? Whew, we, yeah, we've had a couple of things. It's like they're tempting us. They want us to go off the air. It's the holiday season, I guess. Right? <laughs> it's the season. <laughs> you pick from either wings or a giant bucket of bucket of Fridays crispy chicken fingers. You're right. This is a tongue twister, guys. Yeah. Clucket yeah. Bucket. Cluck the Clucket bucket, bucket is cool. Twenty dollars and twenty cents. Cute. For the price. All right. This letter from a six-year-old was shared by her sister online, and it revealed that even though the child was sorry for saying bad things, she also had demands from Santa Claus. The kid wrote, Dear Santa, for Christmas, I want a yellow Nintendo, and I want a stuffed animal lizard from, is it Isa? Yeah, who knows? Isa. Stuffed animal lizard from Isa. And I want a big surprise egg. Okay. And a purple oh, yeah. bike. Oh. Uh-huh. And a gift card. Oh, PS4. Card. Oh. $50. Oh. At least it's the four. Oh, my gosh. Is this is this the same girl that we were talking about a couple... A no, no, no. She's from... the uh, My girl was from Great Britain, and she started her letter, Dear Father Christmas. No, God. <laughs> yes, she did. Dear Father Christmas. And she wanted uh, penguins and elephants, preferably alive. Yeah, she said, I'd like a penguin, and then a parentheses put, not dead. Yeah, not like, dead. Don't give me a dead oh. penguin. <laughs> I want a real one. Don't give me your... Dismembered penguins. Uh, yeah, it was it was a, it was a heck of a letter for sure. Oh, well, in dear a, Father Christmas, dear Father Christmas, in a three hundred fifty nine to fifty three vote, the House of Representatives approved a nine hundred billion dollar coronavirus relief bill Monday evening. This legislation, which pr- uh, promises six uh, six hundred dollar payments for most Americans, has been sent to the Senate, and Majority Leader Mitch McConnell already has said that he expects the Senate to approve this bill. To wrap up its session. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's good Ooh. news for a lot of people yes. out there. Yes. Especially for during sure. this time. Yeah. And businesses too. Let's let's go. Yeah. Yes. And we talked about too how some of that's going to the theaters, which is nice. Yes. Yeah, so. that's really great. I mean, the gig economy. Goodness gracious! I hope that whenever the doors fling open again, and we're able to do things that 
Oh, how exciting will it be to yeah. be at a play or a musical or something like mm-hmm. that? The standing ovation that is Comedy awaiting shows. these performers at the end. Comedy shows. I want to go to a baseball game or a oh. football game. Oh, I'm a big sports sure. guy. I haven't yeah. been in a stadium since March, and it's driving me crazy. But yes. oh. I'm waiting like everybody else. Yes. So yes. It also includes a $300 a week uh, payment for unemployment claims, which is really nice, and a $300 billion small business loan in 15, like we said, million will go to venues, among other things. I think that's supposed to be $15 billion. I think they yeah, were wrong. Billion. About that because it says million. Yes, in there, you're right. It is yeah. fifteen billion for the for the theaters. Absolutely. Yes. For more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk1071. Hey, welcome in. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was waiting for Donna. No. <laughs> I was waiting for Donna. I'm here. I was mid-email. And I'm sending an email about all the snow that's coming in and how it's impacting the television schedule today and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Anyway, welcome in. Donna Valentine took the day off to shoot hoops at a park. (laughs) Yes. Throw the ball at the hoop, you know? Yeah, she just wanted to throw it at the net, I think is what she said at one point yesterday. Anyway, Donna uh, starting her Christmas break a little bit early. So happy to have Don McLean, the hardest working woman at our station, mm-hmm. pulling double duty and talking with us for three hours again today. Don, we got you back for another three-hour shift. Woo! Woo! Love it! It's fine. I you am... just got to keep it going, you know? That's yeah, you what can't I say. stop. You nope. can't stop and going. take a break. Yeah. Um, I Am Grant is here as well, pushing all of the important buttons. So, let's let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> Now, Dave Dahl is retiring. Mm-hmm. Dave Dahl retires uh, next week. We had our final on-air conversation with the legendary meteorologist who's been in business for 43 years at Channel 5. We talked with him on Monday, and we've been giving him a hard time saying, are you going to give us a white Christmas? Wouldn't that be a lovely going-away present? <laughs> Here's the interesting thing, and I know this from conversations I've had with meteorologists. <sighs> Predicting accurately snowfall is is challenging any any precipitation tracking that is difficult temperature i don't think is difficult for them but the amount of precipitation or accumulating snow that you'll get is rather tricky case in point it's just talking to grant before the show i said wasn't it wasn't it like a day and a half ago that we were talking about one to three inches and you know (laughs) if you're East or north, it might not be that much. And he said it wasn't a day and a half ago. It was yesterday during the weather reports. But, friends, if you're just waking up to this, and maybe you're driving around in your car right now and saying, looks good, it is the calm before the storm. Here's what I just saw on 45 TV from Sam Ryan. He said the the number on the screen was 9 to 14 inches of snow. And let me explain. That I is vastly different. It, well, it's it's first of all, it's different than the one to three. And it is yeah, different from the one morning. to three. It went up from this morning too. Now, so keep going. Holy well, cow. so he was explaining to me. Let's all go to weather school, friends. There's a low pressure system, and that mm-hmm. low pressure system is tracking eastward, sort of across Minnesota, the southern part of Minnesota, and then it's going to go up, heading north before it then heads east again off toward Ontario or something like that. The point is, the fact that it's going to be hanging this left turn, so it seems, has the snow then hanging around. So instead of it just going east, Uh the fact that it's going east-northeast is a problem. (laughs) And it's creating... um, Oh, and then there's this cold air 
that is going to be coming in as well. So the temperatures are going to drop precipitously throughout the day. Mm. And that cold air, he said, acts almost as a launch pad to shoot moisture high into the atmosphere, allowing then heavy accumulating snow to come down. He said it will be coming down in sheets. I heard Josie Smith say, and I don't know that this would be for the metro or just certain portions or maybe the outskirts of the metro, although the metro, like the Twin Cities, Minneapolis is what is the highest number that I saw. It was, you know, Chaska was at eight inches and the Twin Cities was at 13.7 for their predictions. She wondered if maybe there could be a point where they um, ask you to not travel today because of blizzard-like conditions. There are already 60-mile-per-hour gusts of wind uh, in the uh, western portion of our state. Now, that wind isn't going to necessarily carry over into the metro, Mm -hmm. but that's... Guys, I'm verbally processing what I just saw because <laughs> I have a noon, I have a 1245 thing that I'm supposed to do with the news. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, don't worry, I can do that. And then reporter Kelly Hansen says, no, well, there's a whole thing and I'm going to try to drive into the station as soon as possible. It's supposed to be blizzard-like by three. I'm going to hang up and listen. Uh, talk me talk me through it. Okay. How do you guys feel when you hear, first of all, White Christmas? That's nice. Yeah. That's the positive out of all of it. Yeah. So all those people who want that, they're oh. happy. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, not, but you know what? Uh, I, the It's the driving home that I worry about for you. That's, That's... the thing. Like getting in is going to be okay, it seems mm-hmm. like, uh, until, because what time do you get here? Well, today I will, I'll leave my house at about 1 p.m. Yeah. Right when it's and, supposed to start. Yeah. And so. And then it won't be cold enough yet for it to to start accumulating, it looks like. Okay. Uh, so, you know, if it's after it's two, you're fine. Home. It's just the way home that mm-hmm. I feel really bad for you. I do. I just, wouldn't this be a cool time for um, our executive producer to to say, oh, you know, it would be fun is if we did a snowed in episode. You and Kelly both broadcast from home. Oh, Wouldn't yeah. that be fun? Are you set up to do that? Let's just oh, dream. Sure. Okay. I've done. I did three weeks of the show this summer when I was uh, quarantined because my brother was here and had COVID. Yeah. So I had to do three weeks in a row of the TV show in the corner of the living room. Mm. It went off swimmingly. Okay. You know, here's the problem in television, friends, is they love it when it snows because more people are inside and they're watching their television that's what you do when it snows right so they they all the more want you in want the episode to be new nine to 14 inches yeah a lot of well i feel bad i've been just reporting for the last three hours it was only five to nine so was it really what are you gonna do it's gone up from five to nine to nine to 14 was it the weather that i sent you because that's uh, no i've been looking you looked at something else well you gave me that but then this uh traffic thing that i use kept putting it up in there so then i took their winter storm warning which i probably shouldn't have oh well yeah thank you sig alert but yes (laughs) uh steve i hear you've got some uh situations that could be changed around because of this huh yeah, I have a flight that I was going to fly to Pennsylvania, and uh, the rest of my family is at my oh, no. parents' house, and everyone's trying to do this, you know, in as in as safe of a way as still being able to gather. And so we get it; we're the ones who are um, going to gather. But everyone's been quarantining in their separate places. I'm the last guy. I'm the threat. Oh, Everyone no. else is quarantining, right. and I'm that guy. So I my flight got canceled for uh, tonight. Uh-huh. And now it is scheduled to uh, depart early tomorrow morning. But I just 
So now I'm going to have to get to the to the airport at, I think, uh, 6.30 tomorrow morning. And I just wonder, I hope that the roads will be cleared because it's going to get really cold. So now I don't want to Uber. It is really cold. Oh. I don't want to Uber in because I don't want to trust Uber driver on, like, black ice. No, thank you. No, oh. that would make you too nervous. You would never sleep I for three get, days. I would be so awake. I would awake. get too nervous. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's a, oh, it's a hope, crazy little situation. I hope everything goes okay for you. I think it will. I think it will. Frankly, I stayed up until 2 a.m., so the fact that I don't have to fly tonight, I think I'm actually just going to sleep at a normal <laughs> time this evening. 2 a.m. That was after 3.30. I know... <laughs> You know what? No? I, I wasn't painting. I'll explain. I'm going to send you both a picture, okay, okay during the commercial sure. break. Yeah. And then um, I'll, I'll, it will be the picture of what I did last okay. night. Okay. okay. So we'll get into that and maybe get into some dumb things that you don't need to know yeah. and things that make you go, huh? When we come back, it's the Donna and Steve show on My Talk. On a summer evening. Welcome back. It is the Donna and Steve show. It's My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It is the December 23rd. Edition, the Christmas Eve Eve edition. And yeah. We're excited to be talking with you live on the radio. That is the voice of Don McLean, whose alarm went off at four this morning. <laughs> yeah, man. Did you get dressed and lay next to MC? I didn't do that. No, I usually do that. I, I wake up and then I get dressed and then just lay next to him for a while, fully dressed. It's yeah. really weird. Um, I just thought about that yesterday randomly. <laughs> and I imagined you in like a power pantsuit <laughs> yeah just then laying down uh-huh. risking the wrinkles <laughs> yeah no now today i just have on my um it's actually his sweater he let me borrow it says birthday boy and it has jesus on it so <laughs> that's funny yeah yeah well, so listen, it's um a casual i got a christmas eve please tell us about this picture because okay. i can't believe it well why don't please. you describe the so i just sent you a picture i went to bed last night at 2 a.m and if you listened yesterday you know that I went to bed at 3.30 a.m. because uh-huh. I was finishing up some uh, painting. Describe what you see. What I see is a garage. Mm-hmm. And in the middle, it looks like you've been robbed. <laughs> it is. Um, I mean, there are things piled up. I uh, there are, There's bikes. Like they've askew. been vandalized. It looks like you've been vandalized. Um, there's... Um, there's pet cages. There's suitcases. Who said baby the cages seats. are for the pets? Yeah, exactly. There's bike helmets. There's oh, on the right hand side, there's uh, it looks like tires. <laughs> yeah, um, those are snow tires. And oh. everything is thrown in the middle, very haphazardly, and not in order at all. This ga- kind of gives me anxiety. It looks like there's some outdoor cushions. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff. It's like if you were having a garage sale. This is what you'd start or, out with. It's an OCD nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Really I is. sent the picture to my type A wife and uh-huh. said, here's what's waiting for us. Just open that door. You get. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, 
which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Home and hey. So I wanted to paint the garage uh-huh. because she thought it would be nice if it was painted. And so I thought, well, I can do this for her and mm-hmm. just paint it. Now, the friggin' thing turned out to be a real bear because there's high ceilings in a garage. Mm-hmm. And uh, it required multiple coats, and it was just, you're getting in the shelves, and you're up, what, the ceiling on one side is, I think, 11 or 12 feet, and of you're course, up on the ladder, right. reaching over with a pole, you're trying to get the ceiling, blah, 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 but I had to take everything, every object in the garage had to move to one side of the garage while I painted that side. <laughs> yeah. Then it had to slide over to the other side when I painted the other side. Did you just take a huge hockey stick? And that's what it looks like you've done. It's just start clearing, you know, like trailer park boys. Like they're just clearing with their clearing stick to get things out of the way. It wasn't, it wasn't quite that, but I was, I mean, all over there. And she said to me, hey, you know what? You don't need to focus on putting that all back together. Because she wants to do it. Well, I think that there was a part of her which thought I would prefer to be there and tell you where each thing should go. But I have a pretty good memory of where the things were. Anyway, I did that last night and uh, just went on this this organizing tear. Oh, wait. So you were up organizing? I was up putting that that garage, that pile of everything back into its appropriate places. So now I've got all of it put away and then I cleaned the house just to make sure that everything, you know, you know what you have to do after you paint, you have to go and screw on all of the light switch plates again and the the plug plates again. And so I was doing all those little ticky tack things that I wasn't trying to stop to do in the middle of all of the painting because I also painted the inside of the house. It's a whole thing. And so, you know, here's the fact that now I my evening plans are just going to be sitting at home. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to paint anything. I don't got to do anything. Maybe this is a blessing in disguise, this big, giant snow squall that's Let me ask away. you another question. Mm-hmm. Have you packed? Now, that is personal. <laughs> and how dare you suggest that I haven't? I so have you not. you were supposed to take a flight today, and you today. still haven't packed? Well, here, so I got uh, a note this morning, very early, that said, hey, flight is canceled. So what was going to be like a 12 o'clock, get off the air, and then I did laundry yesterday. Okay. Laundry. And I was going to then pack. I'm a pretty quick packer. I don't really think my way through this. I like to get to the destination and then say, oh, I should have packed shorts. <laughs> This is Fiji. So I was just, I'm going to quick pack. That's the non-issue. But then I needed to get a couple of extra things that my wife said that they realized they needed. So now all I have to do is a little bit of packing. And then Stevie Boy comes home tonight. Stevie Boy picks up food. Stevie Boy eats that food. And yeah. Stevie Boy falls asleep. Because now the 6.30 a.m. arrival at the airport is uh, it's now, just is I don't know what the road's going to be. Now, is leaving at 6.30 or are you getting there? I'm getting there at 6.30. Okay. You and know? what time does the flight leave? <laughs> um, well, the flight leaves... Don't uh, say 7.30. No, it, it leaves shortly thereafter. 7.45. Come on. No, 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 no. I'm no, like, no, wait, no, please, no. please, please. Don't, no, please you're, don't. No, you're, now you're going to make me say something. Listen, <laughs> I, I can't reveal any identities here, okay? Uh, oh, okay, okay. This is going to yeah. sound very, very bougie, but it is... There, <laughs> I have... By 
Are you I'm taking going a private on a jet? Private jet Are you? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> now wait. Drop now wait a minute. Did Kelly on. and Ryan Drop send it? it? No. <laughs> is it Kelly and Ryan? Is it, it Seacrest? No. Is it Seacrest's no. plane? <laughs> is Seacrest flying the plane? He's telling me. <laughs> he probably is. He He's does probably everything. a pilot. Of course he is. <laughs> no, it is a. I, 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 I know someone mm-hmm. who, 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 who's, no, yeah, actually not, and the only time I've flown private before <laughs> was on the Hubbard jet years ago, oh. and it was amazing. It was so good. Mm-hmm. So I got this note, and they said, you know, they'd like us to arrive at 630, and the plan is to depart at 7. Because okay. you just drive right up to oh, it. God, they don't check your so... ID. Oh. They do nothing. So the one time I flew private, my my old boss, Stan Hubbard, down at Reels, um, this was in New Mexico, mm-hmm. we, were, we were at in L.A. for this event, and he said, you guys can fly back with us instead of um, whatever flight you booked. And so we said, sure, great. And he was making it out like it was going to be the twin prop plane that he flies. <laughs> He's a pilot. He right. flies a plane. Okay, yeah. I'm really nervous. On the way there, I'm saying, hey, if you have a heart attack and die, does your wife know how to land this thing? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? And he's just taking the bait and running with it. We pull up, sure enough, private jet right there, right onto the plane. It was a legit, beautiful jet. It was the greatest flight of my life. Oh, and uh, tomorrow might be great for you as well. I don't know, but now, again, this is such a rare, and I'm not, I have been gifted this. Like this person just said, oh, I have a plane that's going back there at that time. Do you want to come? We would love for you to come. Wow. So now I go that way. I don't know, guys. But now. You know what that makes me say? What? Now, you know what? People are going to think someone just tuned in and then tuned out and thinks I'm loaded. (laughs) Like, thinks I'm absolutely loaded. loaded. I have a friend. I have some friends that are loaded, too. It's great to be friends with them. It's like boat people. You don't want to own a boat. I don't want to put oil in a boat. Just want to know a boat guy. Yeah, just go on my sister's boat. It's fine. (laughs) Okay, uh, I recommended a podcast to Dawn. Dawn Mm. went on a tear, got through four episodes, curious of her thoughts. We'll tell you what it is and what she thought when we return on Dawn and Steve. My thanks to Sammy Davis Jr. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve. It's My Talk 107.1. Donna Valentine. Uh, has the day off today. Don McLean is sitting in Hello. for her. We've got producer I am Grant, who's pushing all of the appropriate buttons. Uh, yesterday, I mentioned, we were talking about that Don just finished the series Murder on, Murder on Middle Beach. Mm-hmm. And you guys were saying, you know, I might, I might like it. It's not always my bag, the true crime thing, but I've done it before. And I did it with a couple of podcasts, and one that I really liked is called To Live and Die in L.A. And I think I listened to this maybe a year ago or a little more. Probably and then, would have been, because that's when it was new. Okay. Last February. Last February, February of 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I remember just telling anyone who I was around, have you listened to To Live and Die in L.A.? Have you heard this podcast? And I mentioned to you, and I forget which episode, but it was one of the only podcasts ever that alone driving in my car, I <gasps> like audibly gasped. Uh, so now Don is viewing it with fresh eyes to live oh. and die in L.A. Tell me what you're thinking. Okay, so I don't know anything about this story. That's what's so great is that neither, I don't yes. remember it being in the news. I will say when I started the podcast to live and die in L.A., and I'll put a link on our show page so you can find this, uh, They the, the reporter 
is he's actually a reporter from Rolling Stone. Yes. Who does right. this podcast. So he's used to interviewing, you know, Mick Jagger, whom, whomever, talking to them about the road and their career. He doesn't do this. This isn't his thing. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's so b- good, because he's like a fr- it's like a first time crime reporter. Yes. Discovering all these things. He's so excellent. And he starts the podcast by saying what it says on the LAPD's website about missing persons cases, which, by the way, if someone is missing, it says it's not a crime. You know, it's not a crime to be missing. So until there's a crime that happens, they really can't do a lot. So um, they also mention that in L.A. every month he talks to a detective that says every month they have 32 Hundred cases of missing oh person cases in LA that oh they get my. reported. So it's overwhelming for them. They basically, if you expect the police to do anything, and, and this is not a slam to the police at all, it's just that they can't, they just don't have the ability to do this. So don't expect them to do something. And it's, that's why, as families and loved ones, you oh. see them just getting so deeply involved, trying to get in front of cameras and microphones, because you have to, frankly, lead that case. You do. So, what they wanted, the family hired a private investigator who is very uh, sought out because he used to be an LAPD detective. He retired, went into this field. And he is he basically called this guy because just through connections and in in reporting things and something else he reported on a year before, he knows this guy. So the the uh, private investigator calls this guy and says, can you please report on this? Because it's not getting any attention and we need to put some heat on the police. And if it's in the news, then people will care and we might be able to find this girl. Mm. The girl in particular, her name is. Uh, Adea Shabani. Yes. She's from um, Macedonia, I believe. Mm -hmm. She moved to L.A. to become a different kind of star, she says. So she had already been doing acting work and, um, you know, fairly successful in Macedonia, but moved to L.A. to become an actress. And I am three episodes in. She she goes missing, essentially. Right. Uh, And her apartment was open. So oh, it's like, you know, you know uh, she just disappears. Her mother comes and stays in the apartment. And it's just so sad. The interviews with her. You are headed for twists and turns, too. I just looked at the episode log again. I am not to. I actually have just finished three. I so think, I'm not to four yet. Is this? I don't know where I'm going to gasp. I uh, there have been some moments that I'm yet, like, what? Okay, yeah, okay, not yet. No, no, no. Wow. It, it it ramps up, and you know the interesting thing about this, the guy who's behind the podcast, Neil Strauss, this Rolling Stone reporter, right? As as you mentioned, being a first time crime reporter, uh, essentially, as it goes on, you sense at various points his nervousness. That he is mm-hmm. out of his element. Right. And that, I think, is something that really makes it relatable for, for you, the listener. Because oh, yeah. you're, you, you're imagining yourself, what if I was put on this case for oh, some reason gosh. or another? And it's, yeah, it, it's amazing. The theater of the mind that happens in these is really, really something. Because you just, 
you envision it all. And like, then what if it was my family? Yes. And oh, just gosh. the hopelessness. And, oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're uh, you're you're just getting started. I believe there are 12. Okay. 12 I haven't even looked episodes. forward that far. I just couldn't quit listening to it. I listened to the first one on my way home. And then while I was baking last night, I listened to two more. So it's just been... It's, yeah, yeah. I love. Uh, I hate to say that I love crime podcasts, but well, um, I've shied away from them for a while, and I've just been listening to like baking podcasts. But sure. this is a really good one. It's very well done, and I really do care about the people that are missing. It's not just an entertainment thing. It's just, you know, to be aware of things like this is really important. Well, and also, to their credit. They're generally very well-told stories because the nature of any investigation is you have to go deep. You have Mm -hmm. to do a deep dive, which then unearths all of this new information, which makes a story so much richer, more engaging. It just gets its hooks in you, and it's tough to to look away. Um, I was looking. I was trying to see. I see that there's a season two that they... um, that they might work on. It's something called... Um, is it another case? It's, it's it's called Dead and Gone is one of them um, about someone who vanished to live and die in LA. Season 2 is a different one. There, So this company that did this, they sort of have success with it and then spin out into different ones. To my understanding, though... I was looking, just trying to see what's being said about this podcast now, some almost two years later, um, and I'm having trouble finding it, which is what's interesting is, again, a story nobody would have ever heard of right? had it not been for the podcast. You know, the one thing that bothered me that I will say, um, I I know that, you know, she, she gets attention. She got attention because... Of, you know, the case was interesting. Her family had money to hire the private investigator. Right. And that's a big thing. Uh, and she's also beautiful and blonde. Uh, and I just, I worry, I think about all of the black women that go missing mm. in this country every year. Yes. And, and people who don't yes. have money and families who don't have any money to research this. And I just, I have that in the back of my mind always. Yes. Yeah. You know? It's also the same, you know, thing that happened. A lot of attention with uh, Jean Benet Ramsey that case, yes, and why yep. was that? Uh, why were we focusing on that? And how many black children go missing? So, just I always have that in my mind. You that's know? a good. That's good to say that out loud too. Mm-hmm. To remember that because there is, in in some ways, even in the midst of tragedy, an element of unequal privilege. It's true. Yeah, uh, people of color go missing all the time, and um, I just wanted to throw that out there but okay. uh, so far it's just been really compelling well yeah just just keep going oh. uh, and what's great by the way with this is there a lot of the episodes are in the 25 to 35 minute range that's so great because it goes is, by so yes quick. yes and it and it just it's tough to not play another episode once one ends so here's what it is dead and gone the season two um here's the description totally separate story okay. over the past five decades Many Grateful Dead fans have mysteriously died or gone missing, even oh. as recent as 2019. Oh! This podcast will be co-hosted by the creator and host of the hit podcast, Disgraceland, Jake Brennan, as well as Up and Vanished host and creator, Payne Lindsay. The series will investigate and tell the stories of the tragedies that have befallen deadheads 
all across the country. Oh, wow. That's You know what's crazy is when you said it, the, the second season was called Dead and Gone, I thought of that, uh, I think it's Justin Timberlake song, Dead and Gone, and then To Live and Die in L.A., Tupac. I was thinking, like, this is something music-related, and then you go into that second season of Dead and Gone being about Grateful Dead guys. I know it's yeah. a weird stretch, but literally I'm like, oh, wow, there's like a connection to uh-huh. all these things being called... Some well, wait, let me ask this question then. Is the is there a song called Whistleblower that you know of? Mm. I wonder if they're going musical since it is a Rolling Stone guy, Whistleblower. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Is a podcast, whistle, I think, by uh, Flo Rider or something. Um, in 2007, an NBA referee, a gambler, and a middleman were arrested on charges relating to a mob-backed betting scheme. Throughout the season, the uh, host and sports journalist Tim Livingston will discover the truth of the FBI investigation and explore NBA culture, integrating real-time reporting with a reconstruction of the case and the crime. So there, another one. All, it sounds like all of the seasons coming from this podcast group yeah. is a separate topic entirely. It's mm, not season okay. two of this person's case. Cool. It's just in a totally different arena of mystery and and un you know yeah. unearthed crime stories and and they they are full disclosure like in the very first minutes of the podcast say this is an unsolved case right just so you know before you start listening to this if you have any information on where this girl is yes please and that's kind of daunting to go into it right? going oh no yeah. but really i mean it reflects so many other cases 3200 in la every Sheesh. month Seventy percent actually either come back or they are. So it's basically like they're saying on the website. Don't worry, seventy percent. You know, just come back on their own, or it's just a misunderstanding. So don't worry. But what about the other thirty percent? You know what I'm no saying? No kidding. Jeez. You know, one other thing that uh, I heard him mention, and I think this may have been during a podcast episode that was, "Hey, here's a here's a different case that mm-hmm. we're starting to look into." There's there was this situation where a guy went missing on this hillside, kind of like a hiking trail side, but he had come across this construction crew, and then he went missing shortly afterwards, last seen in a blue Dodgers cap and all this sort of stuff. But what they then asked the people to do, since you mentioned, if you have any information, please come forward, they asked people to look through Google Earth, and they were able to then try to piece together Help, helping them look for evidence through this drone footage, through this Google Earth oh, footage. My. So then they had people from Reddit and all over the internet, as I recall, scouring picture frame, frame by frame, Whoa. this giant hillside, trying yeah. to see if, could you spot anything blue? Did you see a Dodgers hat? You know, any clue that could be out there. And it's an interesting thing when these podcasts welcome the listener to be a part of solving it. And there's a real engagement that happens when you're offered that opportunity. Gosh, wow. And Reddit, you know, there's a lot of trash on Reddit, but there's some good stuff out there, too. There's some good stuff out there, too. (laughs) That's the truth of it all. So anyway, that podcast, again, uh, is called To Live and Die in L.A. And, uh, yeah, 
I'll put it on our show links page, too. Don's seal of approval so far. I had an awkward moment last night at Target. Oh. I uh, had to go and get dog food, and a conversation started, and I it just got weird. It was a weird mask moment. I'll tell you about it uh, when we come back. It is Donna and Steve on my talk. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. It is the calm before the storm. We're seeing uh, projections for a lot of snow today. It was kind I, of a George W. Bush projections. Can you say it, please? There are, there are various projections and various models <laughs> there you go. we are looking at. <laughs> I can't do it. That's Much good. of it should be fluffy, is what I'm told. <laughs> um, it should be fluffy. <laughs> I look forward to doing Snow Angels. I have not heard your Bush. This is amazing, dude. It's Holy good. He can wow. do pretty much any president. Wow. I heard... mean, just get him on SNL, really. Oh. Is that <laughs> yeah. what you're doing? Are you flying on I'm a private jet I'm from Lauren Michaels? I'm yep. Okay. You're going to be the new Joe Biden or what? Yeah, they they need a new. But he's a difficult impression to do. He's he's tricky. Yeah, because it's really a lot of facial expressions. Bill Clinton was good. He yeah. was he was a giver. George W. Bush was good. <laughs> he was a giver. President Trump, he's been a giver. It's easy for these impressionists to do that. And and even President Obama, people you know figured him out. But uh-huh. Biden yeah. is tough. He's <laughs> very tough. 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 Things are tough. Um, okay, let's uh, let's do this, shall we? Yes. Oh, let's. Here we go. Ring yeah. a bell. Oh, no. Wrong music. All right. <laughs> I don't have any buttons. I'm sorry. Oh, that is catchy. Huh? Here we go. <laughs> Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I had a bit of it. Just an awkward moment. Just an awkward moment. I don't do great when I see people in stores. Oh yeah. That's someone I know. Oh sure. You don't do great. I I'm at I'm at my least <laughs> confident socially in these scenarios. Right. And anyway Is so, it because you're used to people going, Are you TV Steve Patterson? And I always say, You're damn right. <laughs> and please step back. <laughs> Even pre pandemic. No, I, I I don't know what it is. If I see if I see a friend from the neighborhood, I I intentionally Avoid eye contact. I don't... In the store. Wanna, in the store. Yeah. I yeah. think I saw a neighbor about a month ago at a Home Depot. Yeah. And I don't know if he saw me, but I saw him. And you but, went the other direction. And I just... I didn't even say like, hey! I just kept going. Oh I don't want to see anyone in a store. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, I sound like a sociopath. <laughs> anyway, I see someone last night. Now we're behind masks, too, so it's even a little trickier. And our eyes meet, and I said, oh, hey. And she said, oh, hey. And then she said, I think she said, um, how have you been, or how are things going? Whatever she said. Oh, no. I was unsure of what she said. Okay. So then now I'm giving her confused. And my anytime I'm not happy, I have a stressed looking face kind of like resting bitch face but whatever that is for guys i just look like uh, more stressed than i am most of the time constipation face that's the one (laughs) and so there i am and i then say to her wait did you say here's now what i'm saying to (laughs) someone as i start a conversation looking confused and stressed wait did you say how am i doing or how have i been (laughs) Who cares? Hey, you idiot! <laughs> Who cares? 
Just answer the question. Just, just say, say good. Just say something. And and then she said what? <laughs> and I said I'm sorry. And now I'm 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 trying to get oh, closer to no. Did you did you say how am I how have I been or how am I doing? <laughs> Steve, just stop being an idiot. Don't overcomplicate this. We ended up having a lovely conversation. Right. Conversation chatted for five or ten minutes, and it all evened out after that. But it was a, a scenario of I don't know what it was. I just really wasn't planning to talk to anyone. Uh huh. Do you? This is strange to me. I, this is a revelation. I oh. would never expect oh. you to be socially not confident. Right. Yeah. We found really, this kryptonite for yeah, being for talking. Weird. If we talk to you in a store, you're like, I don't know. Say words. Yeah, stores are particularly bad because that's also where I feel one of my least confident just as a person is in a return line at a store. I'm going through a full alibi. And I pay money for this. And there's no, sir, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's uh, 90 days. Any reason? I get very unsure of myself in stores. You walk in like a dog that you've just put shoes on on the first time. Just like really weird (laughs) legs. Like... I am in store. I am in store. <laughs> Steve just waddling leg out. Stretching it. That is such Lungus. an accurate description of how I feel. I and you know what I know is weird about it is I feel that way. But if if someone said hello and they watched the show or something yeah. like that, I don't feel awkward at all. Right. Then I'm like, hello, I know sure. exactly what's expected here. Hi, how are you? Thank you for watching. This is great. What's your name? But when it's someone that I have a pre-existing relationship with, <laughs> yeah, I just don't, don't know what to do. Want to do it? Yeah. I stink at those conversations. Yeah. Real, real bad. Anyway, oh my god. That's so that so was funny. what I experienced last night. I've got to send you guys both this picture so you know what I'm talking about. Um, okay. Let's see. How do you do interviews, Steve? Are you a good interviewer, or is it just? Oh, because... I love interviews. Me too. No, it's only Grant yeah. with oh, people yeah. that I know in stores. Mm-hmm. So it's, <laughs> it's just a very specific. Mm-hmm. Do you get thing. a this is a weird question? But do you get approached a lot because you're on TV? I do get approached, yes. And do you have to have, I mean, again, I don't want, but is it like sometimes do you, is it like, hey, I'm just in a hurry or do you always like. Oh, no, I'll always, always I'll always go with them. say hello. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Um, it happens less now th- that we're in masks, you yeah. know, and you can just sort of do the drive by a lot quicker. But here's the, uh, the douchiest thing I've done in that regard. Um, it's a couple years ago where I was at a Target and this was a time when each time I went to Target, there was someone to say hello, and they watched the show, and it was really, really lovely. And it, it really was, and I mean that. Mm-hmm. But this time, I was just in a real hurry, and I just needed to get in and get out. So I'm in the, the, the dairy section, and I'm going, I'm getting yogurt, and there's a woman on the opposite side of the aisle, and I see her look at me with her eyebrows raised, kind of like a, oh, is that? Uh. And I then, in my douchiest moment of all time, just smirked and nodded, and then kept walking. And I was like, you idiot! You seem like such a jerk right now, and I did not mean it like that. I was, yeah, right. but I'm so there's so many times where like you're just caught in the moment of doing other things, and oh. you may come off like that, but you don't intend to. I no, mean, I, I know, know I've done it multiple times. I'm like, oh, I'm not. Try- I'm a people pleaser, so I'm always like, I'm sorry. I don't yeah, know. I know. he, he walks too. into a room and goes, I'm sorry. That's I'm sorry. pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> my, dad, my dad always tells me, he's like, Grant, you got to stop saying it because it's going to lose its luster and it's not going to mean anything. That's right, it's true. I do say sorry. You're an empty apologizer. Too. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, um, okay, now, Don. Yeah. 
I just got this photograph. Oh, God. You guys are going to love this. I don't Whoa. have time right now to get into it, but maybe we can do it. Why don't we do it after the break? And then Sounds we'll get into good. some music news as mm-hmm. well after this. This is this is an app, just to wet everybody's whistle, that, geez, there's two sides of me. I could see myself really loving yeah. it or really getting pummeled into <laughs> a state of discontent. Yeah. So uh, we'll tell you what this app is. I'm curious... If anyone can get this kind of an app uh, mm. or not. So we'll, we'll dig into that and then we'll see if we can get into a little bit of music news. Did you hear about what Diddy got his mom for her 80th birthday? And gosh, she looks like she's 50. Yep. We'll get into all of it when we return on Don and Steve.